Do you know how to find the right oil for your car? Now you can find out quickly and easily online, thanks to Castrol's Rego to Oil tool. Simply type in your Rego, select your state, and within seconds you'll know the best Castrol products to unlock the edge of performance in your car. So what's your car best suited to? Just search Rego, the number 2, and oil and find out. A Motorsport Podcast Network production. Oh, g'day everybody, it's Aaron Noonan here. Welcome again to another episode of Repco Supercars Weekly. It's our first ep of 2022 as part of the V8 Sleuth podcast world. And we're done, we're on, we're going. Round one of Sydney Motorsport Park and the Repco Supercars Championship done on the weekend. It was great to get up there and see so many familiar faces and, well, dodge the rain paddle, uh, the rain puddles as well. Uh, in the end, Chas Mostert, Championship Points Leader. Probably would have put money on the fact that Van Gisbergen would be the points leader with one round down. And we saw a, a pretty strong performance from him on Saturday night, taking home the win. Biggest winning margin at SMP in supercar since Marcus Hambrose in 2004. It was just under 20 seconds, uh, but the rain certainly threw things around. On Sunday, a pile of things for me to get through to bring you up to speed with out of the weekend and into this week of the Repco Supercars Championship. Chas Mostert, points leader for the first time in his career. I had to look that up during the telecast to to let Scafi and Neil know because I actually really thought he might have been in front after one race somewhere early in his career, but then gone back to, to second or third. But no, not the case. Uh, he was runner up, or he's second in the points at the time when he busted his leg at Bathurst in 2015, and he's been in the top two or three on other occasions, but this is the first time that he has uh, been in the lead. It's the first time that team's had a driver in the lead of the championship since 2016. James Courtney, after race two in Adelaide, of course, um, didn't hold on to it for, for long, uh, and they've also broken a drought, that team. They haven't won at Sydney Motorsport Park since 2008, and that was when it was the Holden Racing Team, Garth Tander behind the wheel. Uh, another top performance from Brody Kostecki, runner-up on Sunday. Uh, a little dot point that you might not have realised, he led 37 of the 77 laps. That's the most laps he's led in a single supercars race in his career so far, and I'm sure he's going to do plenty more of that in the future. Shane Van Gisbergen, seriously, Harry Houdini got a sixth from about 943rd in the field and a lap and a half behind. That did break a streak of five straight Sydney podiums for him, but I'm sure it could have been much, much worse. Six different teams in the top six in uh, the results on Sunday, which I thought was was a really great thing. And Will Brown in eighth, that meant uh, he did a bit of time out front as well. So Erebus had both cars lead that race, and it's the first time they've done that since Darwin in 2020. So Noons. I hear you say, what's the points? Who's where? We know Chaz is in front. What's everybody else doing? Well, Chaz is in front, but he's only 12 points clear of Antoine Di Pasquale, the uh, failed drifter, as we saw on Sunday. That was a bit silly, wasn't it? Shane Van Gisbergen uh, is next. Uh, he's not far away. I mean, another 15 points behind in the way that the championship points are sitting. Brody Kostecki sits in fourth. Uh, Will Davison next from Cam Waters. Then Will Brown. Andre Heimgartner had a solid debut for Brad Jones Racing. Tim Slade was another top performer in the Cool Drive Mustang. Brock Feeney rounds out the 10 on debut uh, in the second Red Bull Ampole car. Then it's Nick Perk at 11th. James Courtney next. Mark Winterbottom. Todd Hazelwood. Uh, they had a bit of a run in, didn't they, on Sunday? Uh, do you get a post race penalty if the crash happens post race? Not sure how that works. Uh, Dave Reynolds, 15th. Bryce Forward, Tom Randall, Jack LeBrock, Jack Smith, Lee Holdsworth, 20th, Jake Kostecki, Chris Pither, Macca Jones, Scott Pye, and Gary Jacobson down the back 
a retirement on Sunday. They found later that was actually uh, a sensor problem with that subway Commodore. The engine was okay, but they shut it down because the sensor said that there was something wrong. But I guess that's a safety-first approach to a, a problem that you don't know that you have. It's better than um, popping or potentially threatening to pop. Uh, an engine. They're worth a fair bit of money. Teams Championship, that's the other one that doesn't get enough credit. We like to plug the the champ points here on this podcast because it's an important one. It determines, remember, the pit lane order for next year, and it's jumbled after one round. Shell V-Power Racing Team lead the way uh, over Boost Mobile Racing by Erebus. Walkinshaw Andretti United a third. Triple Eight Red Bull Ampel, they're fourth. Tickford next with the Courtney and Waters cars. Brad Jones Racing 6th, Matt Stone Racing 7th, Penwright Grove in 8th, Tickford Racing's other two cars 9th, and Brad Jones Racing's other two cars uh, sit in P10. So that is the way that it sits in the team's points with one round down. Of course, next up is Simmons Plains Raceway in Tasmania. Uh, We go back to the Super Sprint style format with a, a bunch of Sprint races um, without the, the, the refueling, um, the fuel drop and the, the multiple stops that we saw at Sydney Motorsport Park. A uh, bit of news to bring you up to speed this week too, uh, announced uh, yesterday this week. Nathan Prendergast, the longtime head of Supercast TV, has confirmed that he's going to depart. Darwin will be his last round. Now, Nathan's been involved in the telecast since the 2000s. A lot of our listeners will remember Nathan from his work on drag racing and Speed Week on SBS as a commentator and a host. He's moved into um, directing and producing uh, behind the scenes in the years that have followed. He's an amazingly talented guy. I've worked with Nathan over the years very closely. Uh, He was the supports producer when I was commentating way back when, what's that, about 2008 or, or thereabouts. Gun director has moved into that head of TV role in more recent years, uh, and he's moving on to a well. I'm not quite sure where he's going yet, but it sounds like uh, there's some overseas uh, elements involved in it, and a replacement uh, is to be sorted. And it's going to be a, a some very big shoes to fill whoever ends up moving into that role next. Our fans in Perth, I know we have heaps of Western Australian supercar fans. You've been starved of supercars racing because of COVID in the last few years and, well, a certain premier and a certain border closure and all that stuff. Good news is, eyes forward, Bunnings Trade Perth Super Night, which is April 30 and May 1. It's the other event, apart from City Motorsport Park, to feature uh, Super Night, nighttime racing under lights. Uh, tickets are now on sale. Jump on the Supercars website for those. Of course, we haven't been there since 2019, so it's been a bit of a run uh, without racing over that side of the country. If you missed it too, Tickford Racing fans, their endurance lineup is locked. Who's with who? Not quite sure yet, but they've locked in Zane Goddard, who was with Matt Stone Racing last year. Uh, Kurt Kostecki, obviously his brother Jake is in the full-time lineup there. They'll join James Moffat and Zach Best in the four cars. Moffat with Cam Waters is a clear, uh, clear one. Who's with who? Otherwise, we'll wait and see. A bunch of supercars are going to be in action this weekend, actually, too, at the Phillip Island Classic. There's a bunch of XV8 supercars, part of the 5-litre Touring Car Association's demo that's running on track. Jack Perkins is taking some of the Perkins cars down there, uh, including the HRT Gold Coast 600 winning car that he and James Courtney drove back in 2015. Uh, A range of cool cars. If you are looking for something to do this weekend, I can strongly recommend heading to the island VHRR. Do an awesome job. It is by far the best historic event in Australia. Uh, John O'Webb, I saw him in Sydney last weekend. He was having a run in the Toyota 86s as a guest driver. He's going to step behind the wheel this weekend of not a V8 supercar, uh, of a Caltex X-Column Bon Sierra RS500 Cosworth as part of the Group A 
historic racing at Phillip Island this weekend. So plenty of supercars, familiar people down there at the island this weekend. Of course, this year, this is an important one. This is a massive number. This year marks the 100th anniversary of Repco, and they're driven by passion, and so are we. Uh, I've said it a lot. I'll say it again. Visit the garage. Uh, the website address is garage.repco.com.au. Plenty of content, behind-the-scenes material, stuff on supercars, motorsport, automotive, all sorts. It's your online digital destination, Repco's The Garage. Now, on this day, a popular part of Repco Supercars Weekly last year, I thought, well, Let's bring it back. Let's do it again this year. On this day, March the 10th, 1985, historic day for Volvo fans. Robbie Francovic won Volvo's first Australian Touring Car Championship race at Simmons Plains Raceway. Ironic timing, given we're going there next. Uh, in the Volvo 240 Turbo, it was his first win. Of course, he won the championship the following year. Jim Richards won the title in 1985. He finished fifth in that race. Uh, Francovic led home Dickie Johnson in the Green's Tough Mustang. Neville Crichton and the other uh, JPS BMW and Peter Brock in the mobile Holden dealer team Commodore. So there you go, one from the files in championship history on this day in 1985, March the 10th. Before I go, quick reminder, every Tuesday, Castrol Motorsport News Podcast, uh, Andrew Van Leeuwen, Stefan Bartholomew, with all the news, notes and quotes and insight and analysis of what's going on in motorsport. Very proud of that podcast since it began. Uh, last week in Sydney, it picked up the Best Podcast Award at the Supercars Media Awards, which was fantastic, part of our Motorsport Podcast Network family. So well done to the boys. We are very, very thrilled. That's every Tuesday. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Um, and then on Wednesdays, we have our regular V8 Sleuth podcast. Next week, it's part two of Paul Wally Weissel, the former Holden Racing Team PR man with some great Brock stories, Lowndes, Thomas Mezzera, Scafey. There's some really great stuff from Wall. If you haven't heard part one, have a listen. It is really, really good stuff. And, of course, Repco Supercars Weekly every Thursday where I jump on and give you some of the latest bits and pieces from the Repco Supercars Championship. Anyway, that's us done for Repco Supercars Weekly. I'm Aaron Noonan. Thanks again for listening. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Give us your feedback. Fire a review in. Make sure it's five stars because they're the best. And we will chat to you very, very soon. Do you know how to find the right oil for your car? Now you can find out quickly and easily online, thanks to Castrol's Rego to Oil tool. Simply type in your Rego, select your state, and within seconds you'll know the best Castrol products to unlock the edge of performance in your car. So what's your car best suited to? Just search Rego, the number two, and oil, and find out.